0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, blessed be God, everyone. It's good to be in the house uh, today. I just speak the peace of God. You know, Jesus gave His... uh, instructions to his disciples. He said, wherever house you enter into, said, Extend extend your peace to it. Amen. The peace of God. We just thank you for peace. Uh you you can just let it be for a few moments here while we focus together uh, and purpose together to hear from uh God. I uh, know he that Jesus has been praying for you this uh, this week because I've been praying with Jesus and we've both been praying for you and for this day and for this time uh, together uh, that you came to get your stuff and I don't want you to go away uh, with less than all that he has for you. Amen. Purpose in your heart together with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord, for breath To breathe, Lord, for hearts that beat, for life, life and more life. Lord, we thank you that eternity has been settled. And if it hasn't been, Lord, I pray that those that are listening today would settle that for themselves by choosing you as you have chosen all that will, all whosoever will. Lord, we just thank you. Uh, that your word impacts hearts, enters hearts, changes hearts today. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we've been uh, in the book of uh, Ruth, and I have it by good authority. You know, God is a God who always saves the best for last. Aren't you glad that he's not done yet? Those are such encouraging words, you know. How it is is not how it's going to end. God always ends everything on a positive. God always causes us to triumph. God always leads us in victory. So if you'll just follow and follow through, uh, you'll, you'll be on top. You'll never be on the bottom. If you're on the bottom right now, don't give up. Don't give in. See? Uh... God will God will work a thing and you'll wind up on top. Amen? Amen. So we're gonna look in the uh, uh book of Ruth Ben in the third chapter, and you know, um if we're not careful a lot of times, um we get in a big hurry and we and we miss a lot of what the Lord would say to us or the Lord would show us. And um you know, that's why Joshua uh, was instructed by the Lord. He said, I want you to put this word in front of you. Uh, I want you to put the revelation uh, of Moses or the the words that God had Moses record, the word of God at that time, the written word of God. He said, I want you to put that in front of your eyes, and I want you to put your mind into it. I want you to meditate, I want you to, I want you to speak it to your uh uh, speak it to yourself. So I want you to meditate on it. I want you to mull it over. I want you to I want you to uh, chew on it for a while. Not just, you know, a little dab will do you. Um, and he said and in doing that what will happen is that there'll be a release into your life of light or understanding. You'll see how it works because the word or he said this when we say the word it works. See, if we'll work it, work with it, it works. That's like a seed that you don't have to know how it works. Just know it works. You give the seed what it needs, and it works. Are you listening? God works His Word. He's the grower of all things, and He'll grow you. You're not just going to go through. You're going to grow through. Amen. So anyway... Um God has purpose that you would grow. Well, you know, join God in his purpose. Live a purposeful life. No matter uh, uh, what your station is right now, where you find yourself at, present circumstances, situation, determine, I'm not just going to go through this. I'm going to grow through this. I'm going to learn God. I'm going to know God, and I'm going to learn his higher how many of you have some situations that it, it, it would be advantageous uh, to you and advancement uh, comes from uh, advantage? Um, it, would be, it would be advantageous to you to come up a little higher. <clears throat> You know, if I had in this bottle right here, it's full, but say it was down about like that. What if I wanted the measure to come up a little higher? Would I have more or less? I'd have more. The higher is the more. God's ways are higher. But he didn't leave us alone that. He said, I'm going to send my word, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to make the earth, a good ground of your heart, produce, come up a little higher. How many of you would like to go from 30 fold to 60 to 100 fold? It coming up a little higher. Amen. God's ways are higher. Well, you know, we're, we're well versed in the curse in the world, aren't we? But we need to, what we really need is that we need to, uh, we need to know more uh, by way of experience of the blessing. He blessed them, saying, "So today, God's going to bless us by saying some things to us that are true, that are uh, that uh, that are going to lift our lives, uh, bring a, a better measure, a greater measure to us." Amen. So, um, get your catchers out, and let's see if we can catch some of this. Because a lot of time we'll read down through this, and the, the Lord will just. You know, uh, sometimes he'll just stop us and say, Did you catch that? It's like, what catch what? (laughs) I like it. You know, the best teachers ask us questions. And we need to ask the right questions in order to get the right answers. I'm a lifelong learner. I've determined to be a lifelong learner. Not just spiritually, but also naturally. Keep yourself sharp. See, Don't, don't sit in front of the boob tube and boob on out. You know, let the blue, pretty blue light, blue light, blue light, blue light. You know, we still need to be educated rather than entertained. Entertainment's good, but we but we need to be educated, amen. Uh, Jesus said, come to me and learn me, learn me, amen. Learn, see how I do it. Work with me, walk with me. And that's what we want to do, uh, you know, uh, is walk with the Lord. So we're going to walk down through this and... Naomi, um, I'm going to assume that, that I'm just going to assume that that you can, you know, just we'll we'll, we'll stop the bus for a minute, get on, and uh, we're going somewhere. You'll, without having to, you know, go, uh, we don't have to go all the way back to the beginning. We can go on from here. Amen. And we'll get you to where, uh, where uh, God wants you to go, because he wants us to, Progress, make some some progress in this process. And see, growth is a process, isn't it? Life is a process. What we're looking at in the book of Ruth is the is the process of a restoration, of life coming into its fullness of purpose. How God can take us when we're way, way afar off and even a stranger of God and bring us and set us right up in the middle of His perfect plan according to His purpose that will give honor and glory to Him that's a worship to Him that becomes a tremendous witness. I'm, I'm glad that Ruth uh, is in the Bible. I'm glad, even I'm even gladder. That she's in the lineage of Jesus. I'm glad her story was and is for his glory. That's what I want my story to be. Now, Ruth wouldn't have considered herself anything special, but she was. She would have considered herself just ordinary, but she wasn't. You might consider yourself not so special, but you are. You might consider yourself only ordinary, but you're not. Not to God, not with God, and not for God. Well, no matter no matter where we start. You know, some of us uh, didn't know that there was such a thing as the King's Highway or the road of righteousness or road of holiness. I mean, we lived so far back in the swamps, nobody came out there. Didn't even know there was a God to believe in. When we heard just a little of it, we said, well, I don't believe in that. Some of us come from a long way off, from a far way off, amen. Amen. We can see this where Ruth is concerned. Anyway, he, well, no, they've, they've, she's where she needs to be. She's with who she needs to be with. She's in uh, the place where grace is greater in its opportunity uh, to make harvest happen for her, and we see uh, her in this. And Naomi, you know, there was a, a process of. Um, um, of harvest it was happening it was a seven week harvest and here we are almost at the end of the harvest and Naomi her mother-in-law speaks to Ruth and I'm reading out of the voice uh uh translation today. We'll go over into the message. We just want you to listen to this. It says, My child, this is Naomi speaking truth. My child, it is my responsibility to find a husband, a place of rest for you, a place where you will find rest and contentment. You've been working alongside the young women who serve Boaz. Is he not part of our family? Early this evening during the late afternoon wind, he will be at the threshing floor winnowing the barley harvest now we last week we looked at um, instructions that she had uh, that Naomi had given uh, to uh, Ruth Uh, uh, I like in the message Bible she says isn't it about time that we got things sorted out and settled for you here and she said isn't it time for us to make our move Well, that move was, see, a lot of times people are waiting for God to make a move towards them. And I'll tell you, God says, Jesus said, draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. And that's a perfect picture of what we see happening with uh, Ruth uh, and uh, Boaz here. We're in... A harvest time there is a gathering, but there's also a threshing. You know, the threshing floor would be piled high with uh, the wheat or the straw, the wheat or the barley, whatever the harvest was. It was it would be piled high. It would be gathered to the threshing floor, and then it went through the process of uh, threshing, which included uh, winnowing. And here in this uh, verse of Scripture It says early in the evening, late in the afternoon. You know, uh, in the year 2021, we're, we're early in the evening, perhaps late in the afternoon, early in the evening. 2021 is nearly done. And it's interesting in this verse, in this translation, it says early in the evening, during the late afternoon wind. The late afternoon wind. You know, there's a winnowing wind. The, the, the harvest was gathered to the threshing floor and then there was a process called winnowing. And the winnowing was to separate the chaff uh, from the seed. From the grain, from the seed. The outer husk that was a uh, a separation from the seed separating the seed you know winnow uh to winnow means to separate the chaff from the grain by means of a current of air to blow chaff off or away to separate a desirable or undesirable part or the good from the bad basically the winnow the winnowing uh was uh was a process of separation. You know, there's the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing in the world today. It blows in individuals' lives. I'm talking about the wind. It comes from a hymn, a person. The wind of the Spirit. Jesus described the Holy Spirit. He said, He's like the wind. You can't see uh, the wind, but you see the results of the wind. in in explaining to Nicodemus how the things of God work. And he said, I can show you a picture in the natural, but if you won't believe that, how can I show you pictures of spiritual things? See? And the naturals many times picture the spiritual things. But the, the wind of the Holy Spirit, a winnowing wind at harvest time, separating holy from ordinary, temporary from permanent, Useless from useful. The Bible talks about an inner man being separated from the outer man. It talks about that which is a spirit man or the word man or woman. And the outer man which would be uh, the world or the flesh man or woman. It lives by just our physical senses, our natural reasonings, what we can see and taste and feel and governed by the natural dictates of the systems of this world, which we're well-educated in from the time that we're little all the way through. But, you know, we have to grow up in the Lord. We have to be born again. Then we also have to begin to grow up and understand that the lord is interested in developing not just taking care of the outer man that's in the world that that he understands has a flesh or a world cultured nature that has a more tendency just to that i am uh how i see me or how or what others call me or how i feel you see Or the dictates of the flesh. You know, one uh, translation couches it this way. says you just did whatever you wanted to do whenever you wanted to do it. See? And if you go that route, well, you know, you'll certainly, we certainly can wind up in a ditch, can't we? Amen. It's hard to stay in the middle of the road if you know, if you wake up and don't feel married today. (laughs) Or don't feel like going to work today. Or don't feel like, you know, obeying the law today. Amen. Or don't feel like answering the text. If you know good and well, it's mama telling you what to do. You understand. You know, John the Baptist, in speaking of Jesus in Matthew, the third uh, chapter, 12 verse, he said, and, and who is Jesus? Well, he's the Lord of the harvest. He's especially present, I believe, during the harvest and during the harvest time. And it's he said this about him. He said he carries a winnowing fork in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, he will gather up the good wheat in his barn, and he will burn the chaff with a fire that cannot be put out. The Passion Bible says it this way He comes with a winnowing fork in his hands. He's talking about Jesus here now. And he comes to the threshing floor to sift what is worthless from what is pure. And he is ready to sweep out his threshing floor and gather his wheat into his granary. But the straw he will burn up with a fire that cannot be quenched. I want to read it to you the message Bible. Um, It says it all of the different translations uh, of the Bible, they just simply broaden our understanding. They amplify, if you will. They help us to see more clearly. Have you even noticed there's not really a contradiction, but it's a, it's, it doesn't contradict, it complements. The four Gospels can tell the same account, yet some will bring more detail or different detail than the others, but it's the same. Isn't that right, just the same way as you go out of here, and, and uh, you know, uh, folks will say, "What did pastor preach on?" And almost, you know, there'll be as many different versions of this of, of subject matter, um, than, uh, as there are people, because we see like we see, we hear like we hear. God ministers to us, you know, uh, where we are. Isn't that right? Amen. So, in the Message Bible here, uh, this is this is what John the Baptist was uh, saying, and this is the context of, of what he's saying. He had religious people coming out, and he said, "I'm going to give you the gist of it." He goes, the "Only reason you're coming out here is because it's become the popular thing to do." You know, have you ever gone to uh, you know gone to church just to? You know, just kind of going through the motions. I'm just going to get them off of my back or I don't want to, you know, have them on my back or whatever. So a lot of times in life, sometimes we'll religiously go through the motions of things. But there's not a reality, there's not a revelation there, it's just the motions. So, you know, the latest and greatest was... Uh, you know, John the Baptist, was, uh, I mean, crowds were gathering. You know, the crowd doesn't always uh, indicate what God is doing. Isn't that right? If you're a follower of the crowds. Well, John is challenging that and saying, you got to know for yourself. He said, now, he said, if you're just coming out here, and Jesus talked about uh, this, uh, where the Pharisees and the religious people were concerned, he goes, man, he said, you're cleaning Up the outside of the cup, but inside is what I'm more concerned with. He said, You look good, you know, your gravestone looks good, but underneath is just dead bones. Are you listening? Hmm? Well, this is the context of what we just read prior. So I'm going to read just a little further in, in here, in actually down verse 7. It says, When John realized that a lot of Pharisees and Sadducees were showing up for a baptismal experience because it was becoming the popular thing to do, he exploded, Brutus snakes, what do you think you're doing slithering down here to the river? Now, you know, uh, uh, you don't need to worry about you know, them folks coming back. Uh, uh, to church again when you preach sermons like that you don't hear many sermons like that now are you listening but anyway old John he's rough aren't he Uh, but he still was from God but anyway uh, do you think a little water on your snake skins is going to make any difference it's your life that must change not your skin so what he's saying here you're challenging the inside well, he's saying, what you do on the outside is not impressive to God. It's, it's what's happening on the inside. And he says, your life that must change, not your skin. And don't think you can pull rank by claiming Abraham as father. You know. Or, well, I'm a Christian. See? By our own definition of what we think a Christian should be. That's religion. See? A Christian w- would be Christ-like. Looking like, living like Jesus. No, not not, you know, absolute perfection without flaw or fault or anything uh, like that. You understand what I'm saying. The Bible says if any man say he's without sin, he's a liar. It's mocking God, see. But we have one who is without sin, who is our advocate who speaks to the Father on our behalf, who became sin that we might be made the righteousness of God. It's of the heart, isn't it? Purity of the heart. Separation of the that which is worthless. Religion is worthless. It can't change hearts. Are you listening? Religion, religion a lot of times there's no changed life. Folks go to church on Sunday, say they're Christian and they're, everywhere else the world is doing what the world does, looking just like the world every other day. No change of life. Amen. And we don't we're we're not sitting in, in judgment that is condemnation of those people. Are you hearing? Because that would make us religious as well, wouldn't it? Then we would be the judge. And Jesus said don't judge So that you're not judged with that same measurement of judgment, of self-righteousness. Amen. Going to be a lot of surprises in heaven. The first one will be who isn't there. The second one will be who is there. Because the Lord decides that, doesn't he? Amen. He knows the heart. Men look at the outward appearance, but God knows the heart. (coughs) Anyway. Let me finish reading down here. He says, But claiming Abraham as father, being a descendant of Abraham, your spiritual lineage. Well, grandmama prayed. Mom and daddy and them. Aunt Lou. Crazy Uncle John. No. See? Are you listening? I remember uh, uh, interacting with a gentleman. I'll just throw this in there. He, uh, um, uh wonderful uh thing we and god put us together over a, a a deal and a certain thing and he was he was talking about that uh uh when he was young he had uh a deadly uh illness uh that was uh about to claim his life and he said you know um i believe her name was aunt ruby He said, you know, she went to that kind of church. He said, we didn't go to that kind of church. Mom and Daddy didn't believe in that kind of church. He said, but she came in and run everybody out of the room and God healed this young man. He was pretty impressed with that some 40, 50 years later. Amen. Oh, would that everybody had, you know, one of them kind of Christians. That when you really need it, are you listening? They know God. And they can and they know how to call on the power of God and get the job done. Amen. Whether you likes it, whether everybody around you likes it or not. Amen now. All right. Anyway, <laughs> you can't claim your spiritual lineage and some lineage we don't want to claim. Isn't that right? You can choose your friends. That you got you stuck with your family. Amen. A lot of people uh, think that they could pick and choose the, you know, the church. I mean, as the family of God, you know, you may leave the church, but don't leave the family. You may, are you listening? Amen. And you know, God chose God chose His family, and it's it's awful rough to criticize His family to Him who died for them. I'll move right along because it didn't. I didn't. We. Where are you getting all that? Well, he said, "Descendants of Abraham are a dime a dozen. What counts is your life. Is it green and blossoming? Because if it's dead wood, it goes on the fire. I'm baptizing you here in the river, turning. It, it was symbolic of turning your old life in for a kingdom life. The real action comes next. The main character in this drama, compared to him, I'm a mere stagehand. He will ignite the kingdom life within you—a fire within you." The Holy Spirit within you, changing you from the inside out. He's going to clean house, make a clean sweep of your lives. He'll place everything true in its proper place before God. Everything false, he'll put out with the trash to be burned. Same verse of scripture. His winnowing fork is in his hand, going to separate all of the things we just talked about. There is a winnowing wind blowing. God, as Lord of the harvest, God sees to the harvest. It's his harvest, isn't it? It is his harvest. I like this to separate the true from the false. Have you noticed perhaps maybe in your own life that the work of the Holy Spirit is this sorting and settling that's going on? I, I, let, let me give you a clear indicator of that. How many of you got some stuff that, you know, just is up in the wind? Well, it just seems like it's all up in the wind right now. What's that saying? It hadn't been sorted out and it's not settled. I don't know whether to stay or go, keep or or get rid of, you know, this or that, what's true, what's false. There's not the peace that we... Need because the righteousness hasn't come first. This is right, this is wrong. This is useful, this is not useful. This is worthless as far as a reality of being a witness and a worshiper of God. Are you listening? It's worthless, God can't use that. Not, I'm not worthless, but maybe this thing, this religious thing. This, this religious idea I've had of who God really is and what he's really like and what he requires of me. Amen? I'm talking to somebody. There's a sorting and a settling that, that uh, both for us as individuals. And, and remember, the Bible says, don't think into strange thing these things that, that are happening in your life. You know, when the Lord of the harvest uh, is, is, win- is working with the winnowing wind, he said, your brothers and sisters all over the earth are going through the same things. Isn't that right? Because God wants the same thing for all of us. Isn't that right? We would be a true witness, a true worshiper of God. Amen? Not tossed to and fro by all the winds of doctrine, you know. There's, there's the the those that are of the letter of the law. That if you just don't do it just right, I'm telling you, God'll squash you like a bug. You ain't gonna get nothing. Then there's on the other side of the ditch where it's anything goes. Everything is lawful to us, and so we just you know it don't matter. And treat you know all the holy stuff ordinary. Greasy grace. That's, that's Are you listening? It all falls under grace, so why? What do it matter? Just do what you want to do. Are you listening? See, those are both ditches, but the middle of the road is he's a holy God. and we, And he separates us from the ways of the world. Not from the world, but the ways of the world. The world's way of what they worship. Do you remember? I remember one time I opened up my uh, gun safe, you know. I used to like guns. And I opened up my gun safe up there in Vermont. I was, uh, you know, had quite a collection. And I remember opening up safe just looking in there, you know. I mean, you just like looking at your stuff, you know what I'm saying. I heard the Lord say this inside, you know, worshiping again. Yeah. Yeah, we were about to go through a winnowing, you know, and we found our ourselves in some situations where we really needed to give a significant seed, and I knew what that seed what that seed was something that meant something to me. Are you listening? Because I really needed a breakthrough. You know, there, the, you know, a breakthrough comes when 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 we're willing to. Uh, Well, I'll go ahead and say this. Be broken free from. (laughs) When we realize we need to be broken, we need to break free. Well, there's some stuff that, you know, it needs to break its hold on you. The husk the chaff in your holds the seed and and it grows together you can't tell the difference but as the grain matures see there's a separation that's happening in the, in, beneath the surface you can't see but that seed that grain is becoming a seed the chaff is just a temporary housing it's part of the growth process but it's the seed that god is developing and growing. That which he will reproduce. That which will be permanent and perpetual. If you've got any kind of seed, you never go hungry again. Even if you only got one. You know what I'm saying? Are you listening? And so I'll tell you what now. You know, we, we gathered up our stuff. I sold them all. All except the one that my daddy had given me. The Lord said it was alright to keep that one. But all the rest of them, we sold them. Turn them into cash, took that cash as a seed and uh, um, and sowed it into the kingdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I mean it wasn't a week or two later that I mean God busted the devil's chops and broke our life free. And listen, they ne- that never had a hold of me the way that it did before. There's a winnowing wind and it's the holy spirit and it's jesus and sometimes those things that he's tossing up in the air you know seems like you know uh you, you've gone through the the phase you know well if i just had another one i probably would be more happy if i only had one more of a different color of a different flavor of a i I just i just need more see you know and never settled cuz never been sorted but you know the lord has a way of sorting us and settling us if we want what's true if we want what's uh what's good if we want what's pure amen you know god god would take Uh, uh, things through the fire to purify. One translation says, he says, I'm washing you with water. He said, but God's going to, he said, but uh, uh, John said this, I'm washing you with water. He said, but uh, the waters of baptism, he said, but Jesus is going to wash you with the word, with fire. Wash you with fire. Purify us with fire. The fire of God's word that tests our motives. Am I trusting in this to satisfy me, to save me, to fulfill me, to give me that this is the right thing that will give me peace and joy and my happy ever after? You, are you listening today? Well, we won't go much further because, you know, um, you understand. You know, sorting and settling. Because there are parts in our hearts, and aren't there? You know, wholeness talks about wholeheartedness. And uh, you know, when you're when you're uh, ten years old, you just think, "Oh, my whole life, I've always just..." And you ain't even really got even dipped your feet in the... You know, you in the mud puddle. You ain't even on the road to the lake. You ain't even got there yet. And at 60, you know, think, my whole life. And God says, your whole life? Your whole life, this is the shortest thing you'll ever do. I promise you 120 here, but you need to understand, I kicked the end out of the grave. Loosed you and let you go. You got forever in front of you. Your whole life... Your whole life is together forever with me doing this thing my will my way and all the glory, the joy unspeakable and fullness of the glory of God that he has planned and purposed for your little life. Oh, 2022. I I need to just let a little bit. I need... Through the keyhole with me, will you? For just a moment, you know what I'm saying. You ever been like that? Squat down, you just see a little bit, a little glimpse of glory. I'll tell you, 2022 is the door to more than you ask for. I heard the Lord say, He said, More than you ask for. Well, is there scripture for that? Oh, absolutely. Solomon asked for wisdom. To do it right. He asked for wisdom to serve God and serve a people. Are you hearing me? What is wisdom? God, I'm called to serve this people and I don't know how. You're a great God. They're a great people. You chose them. How in the world can I be a servant to them? And God says, I'm going to give you what you asked for and also what you didn't ask for. I'm gonna give you more than you. You're not listening to me. It's all right now. Sometimes you don't get the reward until you meet the requirement. What's required? Well, there are parts of our hearts, aren't there? That, that some are more. Some parts of me are more willing and obedient than uh, uh, than 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 other than other parts of me. Well, Lord, I, I just believe that. You're a God that's more than enough and I can have my cake and eat it too. What if God says, get off the sugar? Wait, 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 wait a minute. I thought I'll get the cake and eat it too. He goes, we ain't eating cake this year. What? What? No cake? No, no cake. Why would God? Didn't God, you're the maker of all cakes. You're the eternal great baker in heaven. I mean, you know, Lord, no cake. God says, No, not this year. See, because you like cake too much. You think life is just a cakewalk. Round and round you go, bidding on every kind of cake you go. You just need, I just need more cake. I need more cake. I tell you, I need my cake. I, I got to have cake. God says, no, you don't. I'm all the cake you need. What? Taste and see. How good I am. See, the cake got a hold on you. Oh, no, Lord, the cake don't got a hold on me. I'm telling you, it don't. Well, look on your dream board. See? Wedding cake, birthday cake, Halloween cake, Christmas cake, church fellowship cake, pastor anniversary cake, cupcakes, ice cream cakes. God, Lord, Lord says, see what I mean. <laughs> You know what I'm saying. Sometimes we don't know what has a hold on us until until we come to the end of the chain and the Lord says, see, you're not free. You're not really free to follow me. Because... Because the unwillingness is causing a disobedience in your life and keeping you under the curse. And I'm trying to pull you out of that and into the blessing. But you've got to know the truth. And you've got to continue in, in that truth to say, Lord, that's not just the truth. I need that to be true for me. I want to be holy to God. I want to be useful to and for God. I want to be pure and true to God. I would like to be able to declare and it not just be words only, but a life that's lived as a seed sown for God, to God and for God. Amen. Well. You know, he'll when we make that kind of a commitment to the Lord. When 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 we allow that desire that it's and realize it's Him working in us, the first thing He's bringing a I want to in our life, where maybe previously I didn't want to. Not just a want to, but also then not just a willingness, but then also a an obedience a ability and power to do, to decide it but then to actually go in that direction you know the funny thing about a seed is, is that you know maybe I don't have it but I'll believe for it maybe I remember Dr. Vickers being here a few weeks ago and he said are you just willing to let the Lord make you willing? There have been times in my life, major intersections where the only thing I could pray, I say, God, I want you to know, I will to will the will of God. I will to will the will of God. I choose I choose, I submit my will, not my will, but your will be done. I will to will the will of God, amen, that's what happens in a wi- in a in a winnowing wind, amen, and you don't have to you don't have to fret over it, you know I mean the Lord's doing this work, isn't that right? Just the eternal weight of the greater glory of the seed will separate you from all that outward stuff. It's not useful. It's not worth it. It's worthless. It's not worth it if it's going to cost you the presence, the power of God. Amen? Well, he's with me always. Sure he is. Absolutely. Amen? You know, but I I don't, you know, Oh, the same way you could still be married and unfaithful to your partner. We don't talk about those kind of things, but you understand what I'm saying. If you read your Bible for very long, that God calls faithfulness, he likens it to that marriage commitment to one and no other. Amen. We don't have... A bunch of them amen uh, the I'll go so far to say that you know I wondered for years when I read through the message Bible goes you have all these sex and religion shrines throughout every neighborhood where you just go and worship as sex and uh religion what is sex in in the natural it's one of the highest pleasures measures of pleasures uh in this uh, in this life, and he goes, "What you're doing?" He goes, "Is you're is you're prostituting yourself religiously, and forfeiting the reality of a relationship, of a one to one relationship with me that I am your satisfaction, I am your fulfillment, I am the only." One. You understand what I'm saying? Well, you know, too, we can't get way down too deep in that. You know, deep enough. I believe that, you know, uh, high enough that we've caught the wind that hopefully, you know, we can see some separations. Happen. Maybe you're listening today, uh, both uh, here and maybe from afar, and uh, this is spoken to you today. The Lord's used it. The Lord is speaking to you uh, today. And he's, you know, just dealing with us. I mean, just, you know, uh, the Lord of the harvest is sorting and settling uh some things. Anyway, it is time for you and I to be sorted and settled, you know. Uh I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning to the left or to the right to go after other gods to serve them. The 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 you know, the world behind me, the cross before me. See. amen. Maybe the Lord's dealing with you about putting some of the world's ways and the world's stuff uh, behind you by looking at the cross that's in front of you. The Bible talks about taking up our own cross. Well, your first take up would be, you know, uh, laying at His feet and taking what He did on that cross for you and for I, uh, His sacrifice. Uh, Because anything that we would give Him as nothing compared to what He has given us. The Bible says He's given us all things, freely, richly, to enjoy everything we need for life, this abundant life that He's called us to this worshiping life, this witnessing life that He's called us uh, to, amen, for life and for godliness. You know, there's such a thing as the the church... Uh, Would be as distinct from the world as light is from the darkness. As the pure and holy would be from the ordinary and, and the contaminated. Are you listening? Who decides such things? Well, first of all, I believe he does. And then we decide i'm gonna go with Jesus i'm i'm uh there's a song contemporary Christian song that says it's so much better your way when I thought I lost me, you knew where I left me. You put back together all my pieces. Oh, I like that I don't know all of some, but i You know, I I just sometimes, you know, I wish I could play a whole song. A lot of times just no parts and pieces of stuff, you know. But you know, wholeness is where God starts to bring all of those things together, doesn't He? So let's pray this simple prayer. You know, I believe God's being, is getting, uh, is getting the seed ready. Getting the seed separated. Getting ready to really plant and root and fruit your life Uh, in the kingdom in Jesus the Bible says if any man be in Christ planted your life planted your life sorted your life settled your life deep in the love of God that he has for you believing that love and deciding to follow Jesus and to follow through all the way let's pray this prayer dear Jesus I believe you're winnowing it. Is in your hand. And it's been up in the air. Until now. But Lord I want to be that seed. I want to fall at your feet. I want to land. Where I'm supposed to land. And that's with you. At the cross. And I thank you Lord. As I see your forgiveness. I believe it and receive it. I see your blood shed. I believe it and I receive it. I see the new life that you came to give me. And I believe that and receive that right now. And I thank you. I declare, Jesus, you are my Lord. Now, Lord, my life. Amen. Now, if you prayed that prayer a minute from your heart... Don't let anybody judge you on the outside. You know, I mean, you're still, you know, maybe on the outside, you're still wearing the same clothes you was wearing just a moment ago. Drive the same car you drove up in. I mean, you know, got the same supper cooking tonight in the crock pot that you, uh, you know, nothing has changed on the outside. But on the inside, that hidden man of the heart, the real you, see, the true you, something. uh. And it's the one thing that will change everything else. Something significant has happened. We'd love to help you. Uh, you uh, Contact us so through many different ways. You know, social media, the website, all these different ways. And we've got some free materials we would love to uh, give to you. And any way we can be some help to you to uh, help you to follow through with this uh, decision to follow Jesus. God bless you. Until the next time you remember this, you are so very blessed. So you be at rest.